1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even
0: visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs?
3: targeted community-by-community door-to-door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated.
2: I hit one off the right center field wall, bounced off the wall. I think it's 368 or I don't know what it is exactly now, but off the wall.
4: It's pretty clear that my tenure was not taken up um, because of political opposition, uh, because of discriminatory views against my viewpoint, uh, and uh, I believe my race and my gender. There's no
3: question that um, there is continues to be systemic racism in our country. Uh, we see that uh, in a range of sectors, including in some learning institutions. Can you name a country that's
4: more welcoming than the United States? Ooh, um... good question,
2: Europe. Our guy, Tom Shattuck's wife, Alice Shattuck, essentially we now know The brains behind the operation at the Shattacomb, you know, the one who's doing all the production for the podcast, probably doing most of the writing. Let's face it. Occasionally, occasionally Tom will stick his name on it.
4: (laughs) Slander. (laughs) You've been slandered, honey.
1: Yes, I have. I, I am now at war. With the Jerry Callahan podcast, Alice and anybody. We're going to
4: start this where we're in feuds with people now. Yes, we are. We've been we're spending in a feud. too much time listening to Barstool podcast.
1: We're in a feud with Callahan. Okay. Lion Jerry <laughs> Callahan, exactly. And yep. I now am I a- can't hear you. Turned oh, that's off me. my that's headphones. Me, then. Okay, this is me.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Sorry. So there you go, Alice. Um, very dishonest, Jerry Callahan. Suggesting, suggesting that you would so much as even ever have had a piece of anything I wrote or a uh, critical eye or a suggestion. The truth is that Alice has never once ever seen anything I've written until after it was published. Yeah,
4: no, I find out in the newspaper what he wrote about.
1: Correct, correct, correct. (laughs) Neither, And it's not you personally, but no other human being, Alice, has a cranial capacity to even process my fine writing. So Dishonest Jerry is lying again, and I from now on I am issuing a fatwa on Jerry and any of his fill in producers.
4: <laughs> Alice any I have of them. unfortunate news.
1: What do you mean? Did Carano die? What's going on? <laughs> no. What?
4: But I may be um filling in as a producer for Jerry at some point.
1: What? You you can't do that. You can't fill in.
4: I may be filling in for Jerry. you. Have chickens
1: so. in a life, Alice. You. This is Handmaid's Tale. Little in this Jerry house. is no. going to be
4: watching the kids. This and- is Little
1: Jerry. This is Handmaid's Tale. This is a patriarchy, Alice. You are um, made to walk. Well, with a-
4: we'll see. Maybe Jerry will treat me better than the Burn Barrel Organization. And you
1: got a mug, Alice. <laughs> you think Jerry's going to give you a mug? Mm-hmm. Oh well, we'll see. I'll be listening for that. It'll be interesting to see, Alice. If you're um, two timing me, or I guess that's not what it's called. It's um, uh, what's it called? Double teaming me. What's it called? I don't
4: know. All of these no. sound risque, and no. I don't Moonlighting. Want to that.
1: Moonlighting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All
1: right. So where should we start, Allie B?
4: Um, maybe since we were talking about um, sports radio greats, we should start with Joe Biden's sports claims. From the all right, thing. here's
1: the long version. Joe Biden had the Dodgers over yesterday to congratulate them on winning the World Series, which is something I did not know. Did you know that?
4: I had heard that they won the World Series, yes.
1: Well, okay. You're better than me. You and Jerry can talk <laughs> all about the Dodgers and the sports. Sales. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden, um, with the D- Dodgers behind him, in common, I watched this whole thing. Did you watch the whole yes, thing? Yes, I
4: did. I had to find She would not stop laughing
1: whatsoever, at all. Thankfully, mm-hmm. in this clip, it's not too bad, but she is right there. And being Joe Biden, he goes off script.
2: We, we have a, a uh, congressional baseball game
1: every year. We heard about it. A Bernie fan shot half <laughs> of it.
2: In the very beginning, I, I used to be a center fielder. Um, and my Walter Mitty dream... Anyway, it's a long story. But,
4: uh.
1: You know who Walter Mitty is, Alice?
4: Mm, no, I mean, the name sounds familiar. So
1: I don't know about the book, but the movie was one of my dad's favorite movies. Growing up. Starring- well, it makes
4: sense. They're from the same generation.
1: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Growing up from.
4: <laughs> the silent generation.
1: From like, this is like in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Danny Kaye started in the Walter Mitty movies. Do you know who Danny Kaye is? No. You would have to be a good 60 years older than you are to know mm-hmm. who Danny Kaye was. I only knew about it because my dad liked Danny Kaye and Bobby Dore and... A lot of other people who mattered, then. But there's Biden with a very Biden reference, you know, mm-hmm. record player, Joe Biden. Uh,
2: and uh, my kids only remember two things that ever happened to me in my career, my boys. And they've met kings and queens. They've gone to other countries. But I played in the, first, the, the second congressional baseball game at the old stadium, the old Washington Stadium. I hit one off the right center field wall, bounced off the wall. I think it's 368 or I don't know what it is exactly now, but off the wall. And I'm rounding, anyway, to make a long story short, um, my kids remember that, all the rest. And guess what? Only I remember, too. (laughs) So now, among
1: other things, I hit one off the wall and I'm rounding. That sounds like something's about to happen. You wouldn't (laughs) stop the story there. If you're rounding something, you're rounding second, rounding third, coming home. What's going on, Joe? Mm -hmm. Tell us. Well, I think he
4: ran out of story because the story is, like many Joe Biden stories, completely fabricated from start to finish. So um, this is his second congressional baseball game would have been 1974. Um, And this is the newspaper article from that time. Uh, Senator Joseph R. Biden Jr. disclosed last night. The skeleton in his closet belongs to Philly's president, Rooley Carpenter. Biden was decked out in Philly's home pinstripes last night as he went 0 for 2, ground out and strike out in the Democrats' 7-3 loss to the Republicans in the annual congressional baseball game at Memorial Stadium.
1: 0 oh for 2. Well, you know what? Actually, Alice, you know what? Mm-hmm. It said he grounded out and struck out? Yep. Okay, well, he went 0 for 2, so his story does not... Uh...
4: Um, And then, actually, the following year, in 1975... He got stuck in traffic and didn't make it to the game until the end, but he made sure to come back and make the newspaper issue a correction to say that he did, in fact, play in the game because he never had a batting or a fielding chance. Uh, Senator Joseph R. Biden did play in Monday night's congressional baseball game between Democrats and Republicans at Baltimore's Memorial Stadium. His name was apparently omitted from the official scorebook because he never got to bat or fielding chance. And because the player he replaced in center field didn't leave the game, but was moved to right field. Biden's Democrats won 3-2 to end an 11-game GOP winning streak. Wow. <laughs> it, it what a guy. That if you have to reach back out to the newspaper and make sure that they get it in there that you were actually yeah. there I don't remember
1: the stuck, stuck in, traffic. in traffic and benched the whole time in the Walter Mitty uh, movie but I must be mistaken well
4: neither does Biden remember those uh, happening to him either so because he has a different reality that he remembers and his kids remember apparently too
1: Okay, so um, let's get to the campus reform stuff. I know that we're, we keep hanging on to 4th of July stuff, and I I know it's old, but there was a huge news vortex, and so this is, um, this is done the 2nd of July in Georgetown in Washington, D.C. Well,
4: yeah, I mean, this isn't us making it a thing. The left is making it a thing that we're all supposed to hate the 4th of July, so it's not like... We're hanging on to this story because we just love talking about how much we love the 4th of July. That's not really like our motivation here.
1: So these are the campus reform group. They just really harangue and harass college idiots all day and call out college cancel culture.
4: Hi, I'm Ophelia Jacobson with Campus Reform. Today we're in Washington, D.C. talking with young Americans to see if they're proud to be an American. Do they think that America is the greatest country in this world? And if not, can they name a better country? Let's find out. Are you proud to be an American? No. <laughs> I feel embarrassed to be an American every day. <laughs> I think a lot of things about this country are really embarrassing. Just like, I mean, racist history, colonization, oh, yeah.
1: the things going on. Yeah, I know one thing that's embarrassing. The- <laughs> um, by the way, every single girl in this in this video is they're on like the Newbury Street of Georgetown. Every single one's holding a boutique bag from one of the stores. Mhm. So these are girls who are very privileged, enjoying really good lives.
4: The cops, I'm um, not really in this climate. No, like, I'm a black person. So obviously I experience a lot of, uh, you know, there's like oppression that comes with that.
1: Right. And it, I can tell by the Gucci bag you're holding. And, and the, the fact
4: designer clothes. Exactly. And, and that she's
1: beautiful. and Skinny and, and beautiful yes. and
4: young. And everything is not going her way. You can tell that she's extremely oppressed.
1: Just what is oppression? To these people.
4: It's a feeling in the air that someone might not approve of every one of your life decisions utterly Um, and completely. Not most of the time. I think sometimes it's just a little embarrassing. We claim to, like, support everyone, but, you know, we continue to support Israel, which is, you know, which are dislocating quite a few Palestinians.
1: God. Can you imagine? I'm sure they all go to Georgetown. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine just... it To a person... They're being minted into the same progressive, woke idiot. They're minting them all. Okay, teach me more. What happened to critical theory where, critical learning where the professor says something and you question, question, question.
4: Right. And the professor has to prove to you that it's true with facts and experiments and everything else. Imagine
1: that. Yes, they're displacing the Palestinians. Okay. It's
4: that simple then. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they're preening because they feel like they're saying the right thing because their professor who's getting who uh, you know whose school they're paying 70 grand a year to attend he said so so right i'm good mom and dad right i did what the professor taught me he's broadening my horizons
4: and people and that's you know it's sad i don't know uh no <laughs> be proud of what and what is there to be proud about if you're black and being like you know because it's just like it's a still a lot of
3: stuff
2: that goes on for black people i think that's a cl-
1: what is the lot of stuff is it the walking in the Rodeo Drive of Georgetown with designer bags, getting the best education available in the world? Really, probably.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe not anymore.
1: Well, I mean, when I say best, I mean most prestigious. Exactly. The, the credentials will look wonderful.
2: Complicated question for me. I think I, I, I think most of the time, no. At least over like the past four years, um, it's been tricky to, you know, love to be an American. Half on that. Like,
1: partly. Because, like, <laughs> I feel like there's certain topics where it's, like, very controversial. But, like, I don't know. I just think that our economy just cares about money and not, like, our... So, like, p- they're oh, well, humans, they... like, yeah, in general. I wouldn't say that, that I am like as proud as I was, take.
4: but I would still say there's a little bit of controversy. Our economy
1: there. just cares about money, unless <laughs> she's carrying the Dolce & Gabbana bag.
4: <laughs> our economy yeah. just cares about money. <laughs> it's I'm Maybe I'll make that my new Twitter profile. <laughs> Our economy just it cares is, to money.
1: It is remarkable. They're all the same dumb person. It's remarkable. And th- th- these are all people who should not be in college right now.
4: I mean, and it's fine to not know about stuff. Like, we can have a country of people who don't know how the economy works. That's fine. But we shouldn't it, then be having them make pronouncements and acting well, like the, they have some special wisdom. You're wrong,
1: Alice. They know about stuff. <laughs> they learned <laughs> all this know. stuff. They learned it. They were told in nice, simplistic fashion... About what's good and bad, and about the economy is all about making money, and that's bad. And there's, you know, the way black people are treated here, and we all, we know certainly that the cops are killing everybody. And
4: And Trump was very embarrassing for us.
1: So you're not proud of the country just because the president's a jerk, that's it. As if the president really embodies the country. Mm -hmm. If you have any depth of knowledge about the country and the history, the day-to-day being in this country... No, it's terrible.
4: But that shows what they're looking for from the president. That's what they're voting Mm. based on is who embodies me, who can I worship and who will take care of me. And, you know, Donald Trump's economy just cared about money. But Joe Biden, I can tell, like really cares. And he's not embarrassing. I really like him. So that's we'll vote for him then because he makes me feel prouder.
1: Right. The media told me he's like my old uncle, Joe. He's kind of crazy sometimes, but that's <laughs> fine. Little. Yeah, because, you know, because he's he has empathy. The media told me that empathy is really important, and that's what I should have from a president. He can hug people a lot. Trump was just mean and didn't have a dog. Biden had two.
4: Do you think that America is the greatest country in this world?
2: I think, I mean, like, to be a white person, it's pretty good to live here, but, like, overall, I don't think it's the greatest country in the world.
1: I want. Remember last year, it started to look like certain Black Lives Matter people, and not just other people in the streets, were dem- making white college-age women do stuff like go sit down, et cetera. And they were all doing it. Mm-hmm. I want, I want Black Lives Matter people in protesting people to demand that these girls Venmo them all their money. I want them to. I, I can endorse that behavior. They're
4: going to yeah. start doing. I mean, they already say like, "Oh, oh this out. is." Remember. Karen Atia or whatever her name is Atiyah who's at like the Washington she's one of the editors of the Washington Post and she told right. people her reparations Venmo because she was tired of having to hear racial stuff having from to educate people. you it's not on me yeah. to
1: do the work it's on you to do the work but here's if I'm to here's my reparations there, Venmo yeah like
4: you're the editor of the second biggest I'm, newspaper in I'm the country I'm all for it. are these, you serious if
1: these idiots want to cannibalize each other I'm all for it <laughs> no is America the greatest country that's the question no I no. feel like the American dream is so sought after that it's not even a thing anymore. I don't even really... Th- what does that even mean? It doesn't mean anything.
2: I <laughs> think it's, there is an American dream really anymore. I mean, like, I would honestly rather kind of live somewhere else. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. I'd say that it's like the greatest in like the Olympics. Go Olympics. I don't know. I like her. At least she, her stupidity is closer to the surface. At yeah. least it's the greatest in the Olympics. Go cool
4: Olympics. Uh,
1: <laughs> little brain waves sparking here and there.
4: America's not really known for being like the most hospitable place, even though we have a reputation like where it's like you can come here and do what you want to be do, be what you want to be and do what you want to do.
1: America's not known for being a hospitable place, even though we're known for being a hospitable place.
4: Yeah, I. What country is more hospitable? I don't. It seems yeah, but
1: what she said is we're not known for being a hospitable place, even though we're known for being a hospitable place.
4: Even though you can come here and visit. So are we known? No, 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 are we do. known for being a hospitable place? No.
1: But she said we're known for being a hospitable place.
4: Yes. It's not really um, the most welcoming to most people. Can you name a country?
1: I wish it weren't uh, <laughs> to her, as a matter of fact.
4: country that's more welcoming than the United States? Ooh. Um. Not really, I don't really know that I don't really have that much information oh, Can you name Nania? a better country than the United States in your opinion? I'm not sure if I can <laughs> I don't think I can Um. I mean there's probably a really t- tiny European country that's thriving Ooh, good question, Europe?
1: Correct <laughs> Correct, she's right what can you say?
4: Europe is the best country.
1: I agree. I agree. But the racism here you can't get away from it. One of the most oppressed people we know about is Nicole Hannah Jones, who <laughs> simply deserved and asked to get tenure at UNC.
4: Actually she threatened to sue if she didn't get tenure.
1: Well, first she didn't get right, and then she threatened to sue, and then somehow then she suddenly got tenure. And then just yesterday said, you know what? No, you don't. I'm not going there anyway because you're all bad and I'm going somewhere else. There was a great deal of political
4: interference um, by conservatives who don't like the work that I've done, particularly the 1619 project. And also by uh, the uh, powerful donor who gave the largest donation uh, in the 70 year history of the journalism school. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty clear that my tenure was not taken up um, because of political opposition, uh, because of discriminatory views against my viewpoint, uh, and uh, I believe my race and my gender. That right. seems true. I bet UNC Chapel Hill is full to the brim of white supremacists. That seems
1: Absolutely. probable to it's me. It's also very possible that she mm-hmm. sucks at what she does. and well, she's yeah, there were
4: huge questions about the validity of the historical work that was in her Pulitzer Prize winning thing, the 1619 Project, which is the only reason she was even being offered this chair.
1: Right. In the whole her whole premise, anyway. they had to go and change. You know, the yeah. essay was that the country was born because they wanted to preserve sla- uh, slavery. Right. Uh, that was her premise. And they had to go change the wording of the premise to make it a, a fraction as powerful as she intended it to be. be- right. They had to. They had to. Diminish the scope so much because she was so inaccurate the statement yeah, was so because a
4: bunch of historians said that's not actually remotely true at all right but she's an ignoramus and she wrote a thing about how the country was made to preserve slavery and that's the point of it and you know everybody loved this so they gave her all kinds of win awards and other things this job that's i mean what do we learn from the espn thing are we allowed to say that maybe her race had something to do with her getting all these opportunities or no are we not allowed to say that
1: Ooh, no okay. i don't think we're allowed to okay. but well,
4: then never
2: mind
1: well thankfully but, this was brought up in a very very astute forum
2: reputation for her brain in every session As well as for the way she likes to use one pet expression. Circle back, Jen circle back. That's your way of saying to the media pack. If a fact's in doubt, you'll go find things out. And give more details when you circle back.
1: There she is, Lauren Meyer. Thank you for the Jen circle back song. Jen Psaki talks about, was asked about, Nicole Hannah-Jones today in the briefing. Question
3: on Nicole Hannah-Jones, who passed up a position at UNC,
1: will be teaching down the road at Howard. Um, she said this morning that it took protest, the threat of legal action, um, all this just to get to a 9-4 vote. What does Biden make of the UNC process and her decision? And is this an example of the systemic racism that he promised to heal?
3: Well, I have not spoken with the president about the decision on tenure by uh, by the institution in North Carolina. I will say that the students. You can
1: say the name, Jen. You can say UNC. they're not
4: totally blacklisted yet. I don't think they're yeah, allowed to the still mention the institution in them. North
1: Carolina. Uh, there's lots of institutions in North Carolina. <laughs> you can say UNC.
3: Howard are quite lucky to have her as a professor and in their in their family. Uh, but I think there's no question that um, she can
1: say the institution in where's Howard DC. I don't know where. How that I'm institution she it. can mention.
3: There is, continues to be systemic racism in our country. Uh, we see that uh, in a range of sectors, including in some learning institutions. Uh, but uh, the president, that's why the president is continuing to make racial equity and addressing racial equity as a central priority uh, and crisis that he would like to address and focus on as president.
1: So, Jen Zucky never, she, knows, she said, yes, there's racial disparities. In other words, yes, there is racism in the schools. And this is my substack is about this, Alice. Is that in this press conference, in every press conference that Jen Psaki's at, mm-hmm. press, the, the the briefing, there's never an instance where she doesn't try to uh, smother out the suggestion of racism and something. She only propagates it. If you're, if you ask her if this racism, it's always yes, yes it is, yes it is, yes it is. They never do something to ameliorate the fear that some Americans might fear feel when they hear the president's flack saying that there's dangerous racists around every quarter, corner. She never does anything to do it ever. You know, if this, if this was the Trump White House or the Bush White House or whoever, you would always you'd always say you'd hear them say, no, we're not going to go say this is racism, racism. You don't do a jump to that unless you think it is. But these people are racial racists, racial arsonists, and they always try to do it. And they did it again too with April Ryan. You know, mm-hmm. April Ryan floats out a whole bunch of atrocities that could be happening at any moment. And Jen uh, Saki just takes them all. Every premise she accepts, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. At
3: this moment, especially to strengthen the nation's oldest civil rights law,
4: as voting rights is—I don't know what you call it—collapsed as policing is held up um there's a call for reparations there's so many things that the congressional black caucus is trying to push forward
3: mm-hmm. with their agenda as well as issues these issues
1: voting rights has collapsed even if it's the <laughs> legislation she's talking about it doesn't matter voting rights has collapsed yep go ahead yeah
4: i don't know need to correct you on anything and That's policing fine. is held up i assume yep. uh saki is going to let her know as she let the press corps know last week that biden campaigned on a uh, platform of very strong policing while republicans wanted to defund the police so i'm sure she's going to point that out to her
0: it must be more civil rights and humanitarian versus policy is this
4: president concerned at this time about that and does he think that this will bring more attention to those issues
1: voting rights biden's been saying jim crow etc etc right now she's got an opportunity to calm things down. Remember calming mm-hmm. the climate, calming things down? Right. She has the opportunity to. Bring the temperature
4: do it. down in the country.
1: Exactly. And maybe tell black Americans that no, this isn't 1955 or 1855.
3: Also, in light of uh, KKK members and white supremacists uh, marching in Philadelphia over the weekend on 4th of July. Well,
4: I would say first. So. Is that even a thing? There was a
1: couple a, a couple of dozen okay. idiots in, in uh, Philadelphia walking in a field. You can call it marching. <laughs> they weren't marching like an invading army.
4: They these weren't were t- the SS.
1: No, these were a bunch of losers walking okay. as people jeered them and called them names. These are losers. And the gen could say, oh, but p- people should know that, unfortunately, free speech includes allowing these people, including filthy bigots, to um to you know take to the public square like anyone else. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it's very minimal. There were two dozen of these bozos. Don't worry about it. They're not omnipresent. There aren't stormtroopers mm-hmm. and kit clans, et cetera, walking every year. This has happened historically. Has I mean, been yeah, historically out, the ACLU has been petering, has out, been petering a- out. Now in mm-hmm. in the last couple of decades, few decades certainly, but still you get it. They they the guys go to
3: to be provocative. They're losers. Okay. But Psaki, nothing. April, that, as you know, because you've covered it closely, um, one of the president's key priorities, one of the key pillars of his presidency is racial equity and and updating yep. and addressing what he... Oh, yes,
1: all that stuff is true in equity, by the way. Equity, mm-hmm. equity, equity. And remember, just learn that learn that word.
3: Feels are systemic issues in how we govern and in society. And uh, I would say uh, to touch on a couple of the things that you've noted, um, one on voting rights, um, you know, we, I expect, we'll have some more moun- announcements... To make later this week about the president's and the vice president's uh, schedule uh, and uh, opportunities they will take to continue to use their platforms and the bully pulpit uh, to uh, advocate for, push for, uh, take, use every lever of government to move uh, those uh, that initiative or those initiatives, I should say, uh, forward. Uh- <sighs>
1: and of course, I mean, you would expect if there was a really learned, balanced media. Mm-hmm. They would pick this stuff out and say that's notable that she didn't do anything to knock down that premise that voting rights are flattened and or uh, you, you know that um, that that people are at risk more than ever. This is happening. That but those media who are supposed to do that they're the ones asking these questions. April Ryan is somebody. So now you're going to have wire services filled with Jen Psaki saying equity, equity, equity to April Ryan's question, which is half the copy of her column or article, I assume. Mm-hmm. And the same thing about Nicole Hannah-Jones saying, yeah, there was racism in the institutions, racism there. With Gwen Berry, yep, there's racism there that she was affected to there. We know that it happens all, of the, all the time. So you have these people asking or saying things that are, are supposed to stoke racial fears, And then you have the White House confirming all of them consistently. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect package right there. And you've written all of their articles. All the AP, the wire services, are going to get this stuff. And they're going to shoot these articles into small-town papers and patches and all sorts of different publications, including ones that can't afford their own reporters in small towns Mm -hmm. of diverse towns. And these people are going to read this stuff and say, oh, my God, it's everywhere.
4: I mean, why even bother having a press corps at that point? Because they're just writing the administration's press releases for them. April Ryan comes Mm -hmm. in and says, you know, the Republicans are just like voting rights are just collapsing in the police and this and that. And they're just there's white supremacists everywhere. And the administration gets to go like, yeah, we're working very hard on that. Unfortunately, the mean Republicans are blocking it. But what can we do? And then the reporter big quotes around Mm -hmm. reporter goes and puts that in. I mean, they already had the article written. And they just needed the quote from the administration to fell right in. But there's no difference now fundamentally between the press releases of the White House and like the hard news being reported by the news organizations.
1: No, no, it's the same thing. I mean, that's why their jobs are interchangeable a lot of times.
4: That's like, I mean, it's like what Hannity is, right? But it's the whole media is Mm -hmm. all Hannity the way for Biden, the way Hannity is for Trump.
1: All right, Alice, continuing with the Jen Psaki stuff, um, the push to get vaccines out is about to get personal. ...in
3: more healthcare settings and respond to hotspots. The president will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community by community door-to-door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need on how both safe and accessible the vaccine is.
1: Hello? Vaccine, please. <laughs> Do you have your vaccine passport? Have you been vaccinated? Why not? You know it's very safe, right?
4: It's very effective. You can come down the street with me right now and get one. What could ever go wrong? It's, I mean, at this point, if you haven't heard about the vaccine and know that it's accessible and that the government says that it's safe, then I don't I don't know what rock you live <laughs> under. Maybe with the girls from Georgetown who think that Europe is a country or something, but you know, there's no way I don't understand. Like, even if you go door to door, I don't understand how you can reach more people with this messaging right now. Mm. I mean, they've put it on 700 club and deadliest catch. So right. I don't, on NASCAR races. So I think they've reached everybody. That's it. <laughs> who else is there?
1: Well, um, you know, it's funny because I was, I wanted to get the sound. It just occurred to me, it hit my memory, that there was that video last year of the guy, the black guy being ripped off of the bus in Philly Mm -hmm. because he didn't have a mask on. And and I thought, my God, I can't believe that that happened. And I was going to tweet about it and and write about it. Mm -hmm. But it's so full of swears. The guy is like, what the bleep are you doing? And the cops, they took 12 of them. They ripped this guy out of that bus, ripped him. His cell phone goes flying. His stuff goes flying. It was like this guy was was a fugitive or something, but he just didn't have a mask on, mm-hmm. and and like when you saw that, then you're like, what the hell is that? What is the world coming to? What are you doing? And then they beat you up so much and brainwash you. They just condition you to remember a oh, mask, 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 mm-hmm. and then it becomes, oh well, I mean, mask. We're saving lives. Mask, 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 mask. And we allow our reality to be, to be bent. By these, mm-hmm. by these rules and regulations, especially when they've got all these, the experts and these more, the, this moral lecturing that if you don't do it, you're killing people, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, you don't remember, but a week after they did that, the, the bus company rescinded its rule. Yeah. They're like, oh my, we're not doing this. This, this, it's no. too
4: much work. I mean, and that's like, even our little store downtown. No, but I'm, it I'm not talking about. make us wear a mask. But.
1: I'm talking about, like, the idea of how governments can normalize things. Mm -hmm. This is totally normal that 12 cops viciously rip a guy off of a bus, a citizen who's doing his own thing. They can go in, grab him and rip him out, Mm -hmm. and that's totally normal. And now you're going to have somebody knocking your door. We have a few questions for you. What? No, Yeah,
4: it's bad enough when the Jehovah's Witnesses do it. Don't use my tax dollars to do it to me more. Like, I just that's my thought. Like, we don't need any government employees coming to our door. I we have enough. We, the police come to our house enough already that we don't need any extra visits just for kicks because Biden and Saki want to check and see if we're vaccinated. I'm all set. Thank you. And I don't. I don't want them coming to our door. I don't even want private companies coming to But the idea
1: door. that they're thinking of this, like this, this virus, it, it, for everybody who wanted to get a vaccine has gotten one. Everybody knows already. Mm-hmm. We're moving away from this virus. But no. No, let's add more programs. More mm-hmm. stuff for us to do. More knocking on doors. Vaccinations, vaccinations. Saki said, no, no, no. They're going to get it done, no matter what it
3: takes. The
0: number of cases continues to trend upward. Are there any circumstances under which
3: the White House would reimpose some of those restrictions um, as cases
0: tick up? Or would that be up to the states?
3: Well, states are going to have to make evaluations, and local communities are going to have to make evaluations about what's in their interests. And as you know, there are much higher rates of vaccinations in some parts of the country over others. And we certainly support their decisions to implement any measures that they They think will help their community safe.
1: Implement agent. Any measures you think
4: we support them. That's great. No, I mean, people are done in particular in the states where people are less vaccinated. People are definitely done because these things are tracking together. The type of people who are more likely to get vaccinated are more likely to you know, want masks and stuff. So like all the people that want there to be more restrictions already got the vaccine. So there's no reason for them to be bothering about anybody else. And, like, what do they care? If the people who didn't want to get the vaccine don't care about getting sick and aren't afraid of getting sick, then why do you care over in New York if someone in Missouri wants to not get the vaccine? Like, I don't... It just... It's so, like, busybodyish and weird. And the level of emotional investment people have in other people getting a vaccine just blows my mind. Like, not only... Did we you know Do all these clinics and make it Available and the websites and the Booking them and it's free And it's easy to sign up and there's all these State websites and everything else and then There's like these incentives where I did sign us up by the way both of us Are signed up we can win a million dollars From the Commonwealth of Massachusetts For getting our vaccine honey. <coughs> but um, like there, It just there's no Like Why are we trying this hard Obviously, people don't want it. They're going to make their own decision about whether they want it or not. Like, I I mean, I think the vaccine is good, but I'm not going to go out of my way to make somebody else go get it. Like, are you? Like, do you feel any sense of need for anybody else to be vaccinated? Especially, like, people around here. Like, I don't even know what percent. I think 70% of the whole state is vaccinated now. And, or it's like 70 or 80 percent like you're not going to be around unvaccinated people what do you care everyone's vaccinated here who can be pretty much it's it's such a low percentage of people that aren't doing it and i don't know when they're going to roll out the kids but parents are going to be less likely Mm -hmm. to get their kids vaccinated because kids are at such low risk from this Uh, you know i I just don't see this lasting and I don't see them being able to make this a thing. Something really huge would have to happen because despite all the alarmist headlines about like Israel's surge and vaccinated people are getting sick, that's just a function of what happens once you get a lot of people vaccinated is because it's, you know, 90, 95 percent effective means that Once you get a high enough proportion of the population vaccinated, like more than half the cases are going to be among vaccinated people because there's just not enough unvaccinated people left. Fortunately, they're very mild and the hospitalizations and deaths haven't ticked up. And if you go and look at the numbers, you can see there's no surge. Nothing's like shooting up sharply. There's no reason to be worried about the delta variant or the delta plus variant or the lambda variant or whatever epsilon variant or sigma variant or whatever thing they come up with next there's just not a reason to be worried about it the vaccine works against these things the disease is going away and all this big bureaucracy bloated thing of Biden's vaccine rollout is going to be less and less needed like at this point I really just feel like they're trying to come up with ways to use the money because they don't know what to do now that people don't want it anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I have no doubt about that.
4: I mean, because they already put it in the COVID bill. That's why all these states are able to give away these millions of dollars in these vaccine lotteries because they're that's all like COVID money for vaccinations. and And, you know, they're not running the big clinics anymore. All the states are shutting down the big clinics because there's not really the demand to support it so right they like have all this covid money to do this stuff and it's just not needed it's like how they demanded money to like make the school safe with all the plexiglass and disinfecting and it turns out like none of that does anything so we don't really need it but who knows i the
1: cases haven't ticked up but we've got dissociative identity disorder on TikTok.
4: mm hmm so uh, this is an article that I found that I just loved. This so I learned so many new things from TikTok, honey. So I love many, it. so many new things. Um, <clears throat> so this is about an influencer on TikTok named Asher. When speaking with someone as upbeat and energetic as Asher, a member of the Texas-based TikTok collective, the A System. It's difficult at first to understand how such a positive person has attracted so much controversy. But like many high-profile influencers on the platform, Asher and his cohort have been the target of vitriol. Being called fake once or twice can be rough, but being called fake thousands of times can eat at you, says Asher, who is dark-haired and bespectacled. People have said that we need to be executed. Asher, however, is not part of a typical influencer collective. He is one of many members of a 29-person system, all of whom share a single body, brain, and life. So they're all one person. Mm -hmm. All these 29 people occupy one person's body. (laughs) Each person or altar in the system is a distinct form of consciousness.
1: Of course, of course they are.
4: <laughs> this group, this is from Input Mag, by the way. This group identif- these group identities live together in the body of a 31 year old man diagnosed with dissociative identity disorder, previously known as multiple personality disorder. So
1: wait a second. So this one guy has 39 personalities, or are these 39 people who have decided they constitute one person?
4: <clears throat> no, this is one guy.
1: Okay.
4: A host named Chris who's been uh, diagnosed. A thirty-one year old man diagnosed with dissociative identity disorder.
1: Okay, so he's got thirty-nine personalities. Twenty-nine. And they all have TikTok accounts?
4: Um he has they share, they're a collective and they share a TikTok account. So they're called the Chris, the person who's diagnosed with dissociative identity disorder, um, calls himself the A system. Okay. Which is comprised of twenty nine people.
1: Okay, so when Chris goes on TikTok, you never know who you're going to get, in other words.
4: Yeah, but <laughs> the, when the A system goes on TikTok. So How many systems does Chris have? The si- A system is the system of 29 people.
1: Okay, and Chris has 29 people.
4: <laughs> yeah, well... Well, Chris- are there other systems? Other <clears throat> systems. So there are other people. So, But each of these distinct identities, um, this guy has 1.1 million followers. Okay. Okay. Um, but, those guys. Yeah, the, those guys. Um He actually does each, need pronouns. They each have they each have a different name and age. So Asher calls himself the best altar and acts as the emotional protector of the A system.
1: That's oh, like inside
4: out. Asher is twenty two, and he's what the community calls frozen in that he does not age in the same way his body does. Other members of the A system include Alex, the deep voiced fan favorite. Who's 32.
1: And these are all Chris doing these voices. <laughs> yes. Okay.
4: April, a Starbucks loving female altar who often controls the body during showers.
1: Should I be finding this on TikTok? She's 20. Should I be playing this? Where is this it? This is
4: called the A system. Because these. It's in the article link I sent yeah, you. Yeah, but the, too, ar- the article,
1: uh, all the TikTok things were taken out.
4: Oh. Maybe people were harassing the A system. Some of them. A Starbucks loving <laughs> female altar who controls the body during showers. She's 20 years old that's very normal i think that a 31 year old man would have one of his personalities be a 20 year old girl oh wait here we go and art a young woman obsessed with succulent plants and pokemon who's 18 the entire system belongs to chris the host who has been the diagnosed with are her
1: art 18 goes by she her
4: mm-hmm.
3: hi everyone it's art your friendly female alter i'm just answering the question Were the alters created by trauma Trauma is the only way you can actually get dissociative identity disorder. Is childhood trauma? It has to be severe childhood trauma before the age of nine, I believe. If you have DID, you have trauma. Are all alters created from trauma? No, but to, in order to have the disorder, you have to have. This gone is an
1: trauma. 18-year-old lifeguard, or it's Starbucks drinker.
4: Um, that's the 18-year-old who likes Pokemon and succulent plants.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. and it's uh, she, her. Yes. Okay, so this is this. I'm the social alter, Asher. Mm-hmm. Who's Asher?
4: Asher is the emotional protector alter. Who's uh, 22 and goes by he/him.
3: Okay, hey everyone, it's what? Asher, the best alter. And We're talking about roles right now, and what our roles are in the system. I am emotional support alter. I also consider myself the social alter. If we're going into a social situation, I'm the one that's going to be handling it. If we're going
1: to be- oh, good. Thanks, uh, the, the alter. Asher is our Mm -hmm. ambassador to the outside world. So I don't despise this person as much. uh, I don't despise this person at all, actually. Um, But because at least he's
4: crazy. Yeah. But there's so there's debate now because um, this is obviously, I mean, actual multiple personality disorder or dissociative identity disorder is something that's created by extreme trauma and is not generally considered healthy by the psychiatric community. But there's now debate because the so-called DID community on TikTok feels that all of these identities are a legitimate person and that Mm. they shouldn't have to now fuse them into one person. I mean, they agree that this is... A mental problem that causes them stress but they want to learn to live as a multiplicity of people (laughs) because just like you can you know you can be a girl trapped in a boy's body why can't you be 17 people trapped in a boy's body right like so I mean I think their feeling is this is just as legitimate all these people are legitimate people and like why shouldn't they exist so there's another one Um, 28 year old Chelsea. sorry Chelsea
2: I
1: have this Clara to Chelsea
2: I really like that horse. I do.
4: So some that of,
1: is an actual girl, I think.
4: That's no. So she is a 28-year-old girl, Chelsea, and she has um, 12 alters in her system, including three child alters under the age of 10: Katie, Clara, and Nadine, as well as teenagers Anna, Grace, Shelby, Danny, Effie, and Lucy. Hmm. Their account has 172,000 followers. So uh, she has an altar who acts five years old.
1: Yeah, maybe that's what we just heard from.
4: These yes,
2: that's Clara, big. the five-year-old. Look at how big that one is. I want to see them open up their things like this. So that one is big. Yeah, let me see open up their things like this. This yeah. is they do it. They do. Okay. So, right.
4: uh, you know, that's... One thing, they feel it's really validating to have all these TikTok fans telling them that all their people are valid who exist Mm. in them. Um, But some doctors who work in the field of mental health are a little concerned because there's really no clinical basis for the idea that you can learn to live with all your multiple personalities So, for example, this article quotes Dr. Carensis, associate professor of psychiatry at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in New York, says that just letting the multiple personalities sort of coexist within one body, I don't necessarily think it's the healthiest thing to do, and I'm not necessarily sure it's sustainable, she says. Just because you've integrated the personalities doesn't mean that you lose out on all those parts of your personality. Getting medical advice from people on TikTok, she adds, is not my clinical recommendation. So uh there are also a lot of people who accuse them all of faking it
1: right here's Areli. no oh, she's just it's just the captions we're doing very well okay <laughs> mm-hmm okay that's fine orderly i'm good
4: <laughs> so but i mean i it's just as valid as the trans thing as far as i'm concerned everybody's equally nuts.
1: if we were playing make-believe then sure yeah
4: i so. also i was so excited speaking of other things i learned on tiktok remember we had the teacher who said her pronouns were she her we and us mm-hmm. and we could not figure out what it meant for the life of me like i finally saw a video from a tiktoker and of course i forgot to send it to you but who explained that you use we and us in order to like, include everybody because we're all connected consciousnesses. Oh, good. So you good. can say like, so if I tell you my pronouns are we and us, then you know when the kids are like, where did mom go? Then you say, we're at the store.
1: I because see. we're connected. I see. I'm still working through my demisexuality, Alice. and
4: that's you know that's more inclusive to everybody, and that makes good. me feel good when good. we're all included in the going to the store. So I think that makes perfect sense. It's great. Mm. It's great. We just have to learn new ways of talking. That's fun. Um, anyway, we are not on TikTok, but we are on Twitter. That's at Burn Barrel Pod. I'm on TikTok. At, oh, Tom's on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. Um, we all are, of my personalities oh, are on TikTok. <laughs> We're at facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast. We're at burnbarrelpodcast.com or Podcast burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. You can also uh, check us out on YouTube. That's Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel on YouTube, as well as uh, Gab, Parlor, and uh, what are the other ones that we're on? Locals um, and Patreon. That's
1: yes, enough. and um, what's that thing? Tinder.
4: <laughs> Tom's on Tinder, too, I guess. Have a good night, everybody.